Hello, hello. It is Karen C.L. Anderson here, and you're listening to Dear Adult Daughter, a podcast for women who wish to use the difficult relationship they have with their mothers as a catalyst for growth. And today I'm going to talk about criticism and an experience I had this morning with someone who sent me an email. And I wanted to do this episode because I know a lot of you who listen, you know, in addition to wanting to heal the relationship you have with your mother, you're also maybe a creative, you're a coach, you're a therapist, you're a writer, you're wanting to help others. And you know that in order to do that, you need to put yourself out there. And if that's you, this episode is for you. Wanting approval from others is normal. Wanting it from our mothers is a given. And it's not a bad thing or a wrong thing. It's, it's wired into us. It's normal. And when we don't get it, it's hard. We're wired for connection and belonging and to fear rejection. So, you know, even when a stranger lets us know that they disapprove of something we've done, it pings the ancient primal part of our brains that tells us we're going to be cast out of our tribes, which way back then meant almost certain death. I'm not, I'm not new to this rodeo. I've been putting myself out there for more than 10 years and I've received all kinds of criticisms and negative comments on blog posts and negative reviews on my books and all kinds of things. Um, and I want to share with you the email that I received this morning and tell you how it affected me and how I decided to respond. So here's what the email said. You need to stop giving advice to these perpetrators. It's the parents that are being victimized by these oversensitive, weak women that can't take the reality of how tough life really is. These adult babies, exclamation point. They need to grow up and not melt in the sun. You are doing damage and trying to get paid for it. I reject you in your false world where anything but respect for elders is the norm. Shame on you is a real thing. I say it to you, shame on you. My whole life I've never said that to my child, but you know better, so I'm going to say it to you. Shame on you. My first bodily response was to tense up, and the first thought that went through my mind was a whisper. She's right. I'm bad. Very quickly followed by, oh, hello, hater. (laughs) Followed by, how do I respond? Should I respond? Followed by, let's let it set a spell. Followed by, how dare she try to shame me? Followed by, She's the one who feels shame. Followed by, she doesn't understand what I actually do. It's the exact opposite of what she suggests. And finally, followed by, hmm, maybe she's hurting. All of this flashed through my brain in less than two minutes. And I want to talk about this precisely because it's something we all face in one form or another. And how do we respond? What do we say? Or maybe we don't respond at all. And what I decided is that I would like to record that I wanted to record this podcast and, and then I'm going to share it with her. 
And I, you know, I also decided that I wanted to do this, um, this episode because it's an opportunity to clarify the work that I do. And it's an opportunity to share how I deal with the so-called haters of the world, because this isn't the first time I've received a message like this, and I'm sure it's not going to be the last. And also, I want to normalize the fact that our brains think awful, painful, scary thoughts in situations like these and to show you like sort of in real time what it looks like to process a situation you know that my primitive the primitive part of my brain saw as a massive threat even though you know i the the creative problem solving part of my brain logically knew that it wasn't but you know our bodies know right our bodies react and respond and that's okay, it's normal. And so if you're someone who puts themselves out there or wants to put yourself out there and you're afraid of criticism, you know, I, I'm offering this as an example of one way to handle it. And I also want to clarify that I really don't consider this woman a hater. I mean, we've all heard that expression, haters are going to hate, right? Haters going to hate. But what I sense is that this was another human being. And humans are going to human (laughs) and human beings, you know, get to experience all the emotions. They get to experience love and hate and fear. Right. And it's interesting because this message is actually very similar to one I received a couple of years ago. And I, I actually used that experience uh, um, in the preface of the difficult mother-daughter relationship journal, which came out earlier this year. And what happened back then was it was actually Christmas day of 2018. And um, my husband was in bed with what we thought was the flu. It was not the flu. It wasn't COVID either, because this was a long time ago, two years ago. Um, and he was fine, but you know, we weren't sure what was going on. And I was just sort of passing the time and I was on Facebook and all of a sudden this message request came through and this woman said, have you ever thought of writing a book called great mothers, difficult adult daughters? I I kind of was like, right. And you know, she went on to say, I feel there's just far too much mother blaming and mother shaming in the world today. And she had a few other choice words for me and an accusation. And she said, you're preying on vulnerable adult daughters who aren't taking responsibility for their appalling behavior to their mothers who love them unconditionally and who gave their all for their beloved daughters. And just like this morning's experience, you know, back then, when this, when I got this message, you know, I noticed those same kinds of feelings arise up in me, you know, defensive anger and fear. And, you know, in that case, uh, you know, I I did decide to respond to her and I took a deep breath and I said, you know, kindly, but honestly, that my work isn't about blame or fault for mothers or daughters. It's about taking responsibility for oneself. You know, and as I said, this was on Facebook Messenger, so it was sort of like happening in real time. And, you know, she wrote back and she had more accusations. And and then she said, you have to realize I am both a mother and a daughter. And I said, yeah, I think I realized that. And she went on to say that going no contact is always wrong. And I told her that I disagreed. 
And she said that, you know, her father had been a, you know, quote unquote, complete nightmare. And yet she stuck with him. And I shared that it was only when I was able to take some time and space away from my mom in order to know myself better and understand myself that I was able to then reinitiate contact and have a healthier relationship. She told me it was wrong no matter what. And I disagreed. And then I asked her to tell me about her family. And she told me about her daughter who had chosen to not be in contact with her and how hard and hurtful it was. And she asked me more about my, you know, my experience. And I told her a little bit more about my relationship with my mom and, and the strange relationship that my mother had with her mother. And just like that, we became two women, actually on two different continents, sharing Christmas Day in a really unlikely way. But that really, that really, you know, stuck with me. And when I received that message this morning, the email this morning, I, you know, kind of brought that all back. And it makes me want to normalize that, you know, mothers and daughters often have strained relationships for all kinds of reasons. And to share that, you know, what I do, and not just me, but, you know, others as well, what we do is help. Because, you know, studies, you know, are you can say anything you want about statistics, but from what I've read, you know, the studies say that about 30% of women have been estranged from their mothers at some point, which, you know, to me suggests that the number of women who struggle in their relationship with their mothers, but aren't estranged is even higher. And the shame and the taboo that goes with estrangement, right? You know, outside of the lofty clinical pathologies and personality disorders, right? Like it's shameful and taboo to acknowledge, acknowledge this. And that just makes it even harder. And, you know, there are lots of um, support groups, you know, I've actually been in some of them. I, there's a whole bunch of them on Facebook now, um, you know, for, for adult daughters who struggle in their relationships with their moms. And, you know, a lot of them have titles like, you know, toxic mothers and, you know, narcissist mothers, like, you know, things like that. And I struggle sometimes in those groups because, um, they often keep the, the women often are, are sort of kept in this painful story, the, the painful stories and reactions and patterns of behavior that, you know, they've come to, uh, you know, find as being like, you know, uh, what they deserve, I guess, right? Like they deserve, like I deserve to be angry and upset and, you know, feel hurt. And it's so crazy because in that paradigm, you know, affected women are, are sort of stuck conveying this lesser version of themselves, which ironically is often what happens between mothers and daughters. And, you know, I think something else um, about the woman who sent me the email this morning, I, I don't know for sure, but I suspect she might be close in age to me. Um, and, you know, the way the way we were brought up um, and the, you know, the way our, our parents were brought up, um, you know, back then it, what was considered a normal and okay 
was using fear and shame and you know harsh punishment and control and you know you should and you shouldn't you know these sort of binary ways of of thinking and even physical violence right these were all sort of considered you know normal parenting tools and you know not to mention you know the disallowance of being able to feel and express emotion which um you know this sounds dramatic to some people but whatever it's that 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 disconnection from our bodies is which is where we experience emotion that is that is what trauma is right the you know the inability to express how we feel or feel what we feel in response to what's happening around us you know so this woman she writes to me about adult babies melting in the sun and um you know i i get i get that idea that people who talk about their struggles are seen as weak but what i know is that you know the work that i've done personally the work that i help others do is about as i said taking responsibility for ourselves in a in a really compassionate and respectful way and in a human way right acknowledging our humanity and when we do that we are stronger for it we are not babies melting in the sun you know and and when a mother hasn't healed her own trauma she passes it along to her daughter and that's not an accusation it's science and you know that's what's at the heart of most mother daughter conflict and through my work i i strive to help adult daughters you know do the opposite of what this woman thinks i do i help them take responsibility for themselves and grow up and feel more respect and compassion not less because that extends way beyond themselves um it extends to their mothers and in ways that you know we, we in ways that adult daughters you know are sort of afraid like they're like oh i don't you know i don't want to feel love and respect from my mother but once they feel it for themselves truly right they can't help but extend it to their mothers in a healthy way right not in a not in a people pleasing bend over backwards kind of way And when I say I help adult daughters grow up, I don't say that from a place of being better, right? Than they are or like I'm, you know, more grown up, but because I I'm still I'm still growing up myself. I'm 57 and it's funny because I was having a conversation yesterday with a colleague and I'm I said to her I'm like, "You know what? I still have so much work to do." And I'm glad. I'm glad I get to keep doing it. So yeah, this work It is not about disrespect ever. It's not about blaming and shaming other people or our mothers ever. Because I know that when an adult daughter is able to cultivate that compassion and respect for herself, they said it can't help but affect all her relationships, including the one she has with her mother, even if her mother has died or even if she doesn't speak to her mother because energetically that compassion and respect that she feels as i said it extends to her mother and it's from that place of literally being able to feel you know that healthy mature boundaries are possible and healthier more mature relationships are possible 
And so in sharing this experience and sharing how I handled it, you know, I, I, the way I handled it, right. I noticed how my body responded. I noticed the thoughts that my brain was offering me and I took care of myself. And that's what this is all about because in, in doing that, right. I, um, I summoned the compassion and the respect for myself in that moment when, you know, feeling attacked and in doing so, I'm extending it to that woman who sent me the email. That's what it's all about. So thanks for listening and take care, be well, and as always, much, much love.